0: hello world and welcome back to the morning geekdom podcast as always i am your host anthony Matulin, and today i am joined by rob on today's podcast we discuss the sixth and final episode of game of thrones season eight for those of you who are new to the podcast the morning geekdom is a place where friends congregate to discuss all things pop culture Hope you enjoy it. Let's get started. Rob, I just I have one question for you before we get into this. What in the actual fuck did I watch last night? <laughs> See, you know,
1: during the romance session, I knew this was coming. I knew it was coming. <laughs> you knew what was coming. I knew it was coming. I knew you were going to be angry with it. I, I, was, I was telling you beforehand. It was just like, I'm watching this thing. And as I'm watching, I'm like, Anthony's gonna fucking hate this. Like, oh, the Oh, look at that fucking plot hole. Oh, he's gonna bring this up. Oh, look, he pet the dog. Oh, thank God. You know, so <laughs> I don't know. Who knows what we
0: watched last night? But we were fucking excited to watch it, weren't we? Were we? Pumped. So I haven't. I've intentionally not talked to anybody about it. I haven't talked yeah. to anybody except for my wife, who happens, Nicolette does not watch it, the show. Um, <laughs> but she was happened to be in the. She came home from work, saw me watching it. And she caught my my live my live reaction. Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. For the most part, I've really enjoyed the season. I'm not one of these people who have have really hated the season. I think that there have been some. It's been a bit of sloppy writing. It's been you know some plot holes, but I'm I've by and large enjoyed the season. I fucking hated that episode last night. Ugh. All right, so let let's let's you know let, let let's bring us there. Sure. So, you know,
1: I I think a big. Part of, of watching the last episode here is the, not the buildup for we already did the buildup, but like the day, okay. So how did you spend your day, like knowing <laughs> that you were going to end the day with like bring me there? Like what's okay. your what's your state of mind? Did you have like a cognac with you? Were you wearing a vest? Like what
0: what what was it did looking you, like? Did you hack into the the camera in my house? <laughs> how, You're wearing the. How vest? did you know I had a cognac and vest? No, so. That's a great question. State of mind. I think everybody who's a fan of this show was anticipating and also fearing yesterday a little bit. Spent the day. I uh, watched John Wick three. Very much enjoyed it. You know, watched somebody get shot in the face for roughly two hours. Not usually my cup of tea, but I enjoy those those movies quite a bit. Power nap. Normal Sunday activities. Might have played some video games. Uh, cleaned up some stuff after the baby shower. But I was excited, right? I was excited for the for the finale. Um, turned it on right at six and. I was into it right off the bat, very much into it. I like the opening scene. I like all the way up till John kills Danny, which I audibly said, like, oh shit, did he just kill her? Because you just hear it. Right? You right. hear him. And then after that, it spiraled out of control for me.
1: So it was more that you were you were you were pumped for the day, like you're having a good Great day. day. And then you, you you sat down. You're excited to watch it. It wasn't like I gotta watch this fucking nope. thing. Just have it over. Nope. You were I good. Love, like hey, let's watch it. I love it. Game of Thrones. And then you know you're into yep. it, and we're dark, and it's like freaking Grey Worm is you know slitting people's throats for no damn reason. I and, liked all that. And all of a sudden, I like. And then it just kind of falls. I apart. like
0: the I like the Tyrion. You know, I like his confrontation with with Daenerys. I like that he throws away, you know, throws down the uh, the hand of the queen emblem say whatever that is pin whatever sure all the way up till they do their bullshit ass court of hmm ha what should we do i don't know let's do this really corny let's have a meeting let's have some of the worst dialogue that's ever been written on this show let's just figure out democracy like it was fucking (laughs) atrocious
1: that was a little cringy that last that that, when sam is throwing out democracy That was a little cringy
0: and then I'll, i'll say this that i loved the ending of the episode, though I loved the ending with yeah. John essentially getting his freedom, even though he's been banished, he's getting his freedom. He's getting to go beyond the wall, live in the north. You know, he's going with the wildlings, who seems to be like his people, even though they're not, you know, blood his people. I, I enjoyed all of that, but I could not stand the middle part of that episode, which which really ruined it for me.
1: Well, and and I think truthfully, show uh, show truthfully, <laughs> truthfully so. Um, because the whole damn show it's just who's West, who's ruling Westeros and we we finally get to the point of like who's fucking ruling Westeros and um and it falls uh, unbelievably
0: flat. So. I was I was left with a a very strong feeling of what is this show now about? Like what was this show about? Why did I spend yeah. 10 years, 8 seasons on this show? And, and I don't yeah. usually feel this way about finales because, again, you know, we've spoke about it. Damien and I have spoke about it. It's about the journey. But, like, it left me with everything that I learned during the show, all the rules that they had set up are now not right. They're, 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 they're no longer rules. They have trained me to believe that Brand is no longer Bran. He's the 3 Eye raven. And Bran has no—because he's not Bran. He does not want physical things. He doesn't want to be the king. Who ends up being the fucking king, Bran? <laughs> it's um, I I think what it really shows more than anything, and I
1: think the thing that we're all going to walk away from is um, wh- where the George R R Martin you know fingerprint left the series, and where these guys try to pick up the threads. And they may make a great series, um, but they don't necessarily have the original writing that they need to keep up with that guy. Yeah, and you know I. <laughs> There's a great line in it. Well, great. There's a line that Tyrion gives that I feel that it is the writers speaking out through the characters. They actually do it twice. One of the things he says is as they're going through that whole brand thing of like, you know, what the most important thing is, the most important thing is story Mm -hmm. and what story is any better. And I feel like that was more of the writers kind of talking to us a little bit, almost trying to convince us that was the right answer. But more so, the um, there's a line he throws out when he's talking to John um, as they kind of wrap that whole thing up. And he's explaining to Jon Snow of like what the final decision of the crew was. And he said, um, you know, nobody is really happy with the results. So that's probably a pretty good compromise. Right. And I think that's the key to this whole thing. Like, these guys are just left with alright, we have all these great characters, what the hell are we supposed to do with them? And not only was what the hell are we supposed to do with them, how were we supposed to put, like, the the button on it? Because if they left it any other way, I guess they would feel that it was unfinished. So even if we put, like, a thread in there that, you know, let's say Daenerys didn't die and maybe she kind of, like, held on to that for a little bit, it wouldn't feel finished. So they were kind of forced to to complete those threads, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I mean, I understand some, a little bit of what you're saying, but I also think that what is the? Po- they try to get cute, they try to to wrap it up in a way that nobody expected, and it didn't do it justice. It didn't do the show justice. What's wrong at the end of the day with having Daenerys be on the throne if that's how you want to finish it? What's wrong at the end of the day with having John on the throne if that's how you want to finish it? Having Bran again, who you've you've set up this season and the season before that he's now no longer Bran Stark, be on the throne is lazy. And you're trying to be thought-provoking and shocking for the sake of those two things. And it's not – this isn't what it's supposed to be. This is not what they've set up for season after season. They are leaving major, major – I don't even – it's not even plot holes because there's been plot holes, and I'm fine with that. But this is is fundamentally you have changed what you have set up, and it pisses me off. Right. If you put yourself
1: in the story – and you're listening to the results of all this stuff. You're saying to yourself, too, like, why the hell? Why, why him? Like, why did we end up this way? Why did an entire city have to die um, to, to end up with this guy? And then the other bit is if we're talking about Daenerys, you know, we're left with, you know, breaker of chains, free of slaves, all that shit. But we're, we're left with a, a completed storyline on this poor woman who really didn't get her, you know, her her proper farewell. Because she, they left her as just this nut job that decided to, you know, completely break the rules, and she got pissed off. So now I'm going to take out the entire city, and that whole thing is we're left with all right. Well, she's the Mad Queen because we've been talking about this all yeah. season. Is that she's the Mad Queen? But the journey of Daenerys is is such an important one from where she came from, nothing, and she became what she was. And that journey means absolutely nothing. Like, what did we get out of it? Like, the sure we freed. Um, the sullied and the, and even we can't even argue that the, um, shit, I can't remember their names. The Darth the, Raki. the The, the Raki What is wrong with me? <laughs> All right. And even the Darth Raki didn't really get anything out of it because they just put him right back on the ships and sent them over to Darth Raki world. Well,
0: so it's, it, it, it's, if it, that falls. Full. Well, I think that the, the end of the story is, I mean, the, the whole game of Thrones series is about the Starks, right? That's, right. that's what they made it about. Honestly, though, it, it, The finale left such a bad taste in my mouth that I really, I genuinely don't know what the show was about. I genuinely don't know who was supposed to be the villain. Why are they all fighting for the the Iron Throne? Why are they fighting for the Seven Kingdoms? What is the show about? Because it honestly left me with, I don't know what the show is about. And it it upsets me because I I genuinely don't know now how much I like this show. Oh, really?
1: You're questioning your whole...
0: They changed. They again fundamentally changed things for the finale that were supposed to be rules almost of the entire show. For instance, what do they say? Almost in the, it might even be the first episode of the show. Winterfell always has a Stark in the castle. There's always a Stark. It's never left alone. Never. The finale of the show, all the Starks are sitting in in uh, uh, fucking King's Landing. So you take right. a, uh, something that they said multiple times in the show, and just because you need it there, they changed it. You know what? That's a good point. I didn't even think of that, but you're absolutely right. Yeah, there's always a
1: Stark in Winterfell, and shit, they were all sitting in uh, the ashes of uh, King's Landing. That's you, you, you you've, know? Built,
0: you've built this character of Arya, who is, has become nothing but an assassin, right? And she's loyal to her family. What did she end up being? What was that character about? What was the point of her story arc? What is the point of season or episode uh, five where she sees all this destruction, walks through, sees the pale horse, which everything I thought was that they're they trying to have a comparison to isn't the Bible when when death rides a, a pale horse and she sees Jesus. the horse and gets. Why else have a white horse in the middle of all this destruction? What did she sure. do that sees this this last episode? She turns into fucking Christopher Columbus
1: no she turned it to dora the explorer
0: fair enough no, but, I, but do you I, see what i'm saying like i'm genuinely upset exactly about
1: how they wrapped up the show yeah and uh, again it's it's left to these guys who had to to finish off the show and and didn't really understand the maybe didn't really understand the characters but i find that hard to believe because they were so intimately involved in this so i mean even looking at it from the perspective of you know, these guys were from, you know, conception of the TV show, so they should know these characters sure. better. And not saying you want fan service, because we certainly don't want that, but to to be a little bit more creative and to, you know, deal with the characters with a little more care. I saw this one video um, just this morning, which was, um, you know, cast members' reaction to the last season, or like, rather, yeah, the the last episode. Right. And every one of them, you know, somebody asked them, well, what do you think of the How'd you, you give me to you in one word? And everyone kind of either giggles or like kind of looks at each other or just kind of give them some odd look. And everyone in the cast knew that it just wasn't going to work right. And I I guess that's kind of where we're at. But, if I may, as a Star Wars fan, I'm used to this kind of level of disappointment. Just because it's, you know, the things in my head will never be what's on screen. And maybe that was the gift of this season was really the idea of like our limitless imaginations trying to figure out what was going on with the characters and what they gave us was something that was just like, oh. You know what I mean? Everything from again, I'm I ride hard for Gendry. I think he deserved
0: sure. the freaking throne. Kudos to you for picking out, you know, the what actually was gonna happen with with John killing Danny, because I did not see that coming. But your whole Gendry your whole Gendry theory flat, you know, fell a little flat. Yeah, that was a bummer. But at least he
1: was there for like the the stupid impromptu meeting. Everybody so was, was fucking good about there for the
0: stupid impromptu meeting.
1: Who was the guy? So we had. It looked like the guy from The Veil because he was dressed in like velvet. Who were the other two guys? I couldn't place those. Yeah, guys. they're from The Veil. Are you talking about the
0: the kid who was drinking the breast milk?
1: Yeah, was that yeah. him and the end? It yeah. was him, mm-hmm. right? Yiki. Who were the two guys sitting next to him? People from his group.
0: Oh, it yeah. was? I thought they were in, from separate no, houses. No, no, I think they're people from his same house. I think oh, I could be mistaken. Um I didn't at that point, honestly, man, at that point I'm I'm just I was not not happy about the whole thing. So just exhausted. Yeah. Again, why why is Grey Worm getting to make any decisions?
1: And and you know, in that sense they actually kept somewhat of a character arc of that character. Mm-hmm because he there was even a point that yeah I'm like I'm making a hard line on Jon Snow like you guys can't you know you can't have him but you know you guys figure out who you want to rule and um, you know we'll help you out and we're getting the hell out of here so at least he you know he didn't necessarily have a voice there in the end I guess but he had a place for it why does he how do they know that he that, that Jon killed Danny there's no body well and that's that's a whole other thing too if we're going to dive into that piece that's what didn't sit right with me is, you know, I didn't... the How they presented that whole thing, like, I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming when he set it up and said, you know, you're my queen, you'll always be my queen, and they started making out. So I knew that was going to come, just because it felt like, oh, uh, this is totally the most obvious moment for it to mm-hmm. happen. And, you know, we had the whole dragon bit, and we'll talk about the dragon bit, but the thing that really didn't sit right with me is, all right, he's now left alone in the throne room. Mm-hmm. Where are all the sullied You know, and if they come in... You're going to tell me they're just going to be like, oh, you know, where the fuck's the queen? No, they're going to destroy that man as he's standing there. I love, so, I love
0: that you call them the sullied. They're the unsullied. What are
1: they, the unsullied? Well, it, maybe they want to be sullied, okay? <laughs> <laughs> they're very progressive. Now they're the sullied. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, so like what you're going to tell me that moment was just a calm moment. They're like, all right, we'll arrest him and throw him in the, the you know, whatever. Yeah, they would have killed him. No, they would have killed him right there. Are you, where? where were you at with the dragon scene? The dragons, so the one thing about this episode that really needs to be praised is the look of the episode. Sure. Was one of the prettier episodes. And, you know, there was a lot of reflection in this one and almost too much reflection, particularly on Tyrion. There was a lot of, like, close-ups with him. But for some reason, all of the dragon scenes in this one worked beautifully. So the dragon always looked really well. In particular, the scene as he walked up to the castle to confront Daenerys. Um, you know, the this dragon kind of shakes off the snow. I thought that looked amazing. Yeah, it's definitely not snow. And yeah. whatever. It was ash. snow, wasn't it? Snow? It's ash. Was it ash? Snow. I thought it was winter was coming. I, so I, I take was, it ash. I, I guess ash, symbolically, but yeah. whatever. Um but I thought that scene looked great. So when the dragon did finally kind of come up and confront John, they gave they didn't give us that satisfactory moment of you know John getting hit with the fire because th- we were all so desperately <laughs> wanting to see it and they just fucked us on that one. So like how the dragon handled Daenerys, I thought worked well, Um and how the he kind of took her and then flew her off you know into you know no man's land. I really liked that. I thought that was a good ending to that. But I just didn't appreciate the fact that Jon Snow didn't get the fire you know thrown yeah, at
0: him. Yeah, I I liked it. Um, I liked it quite a bit. Uh, I I thought that it was the first time that you really can see dragon emotion. However, they were able to (laughs) convey that. Um, cause it wasn't just the dragon being upset and breathing fire. It was, you know, everything from he, he's trying, he gets up there. He sees that something happened to her. He looks at John, like he's figuring things out and you're able to understand kind of what he's thinking, pushes her with his claw. Like, are you going to wake up? I, I liked it a lot. Um, I haven't always liked the dragons very much, but I, I liked that scene quite a bit. I thought for sure he was gonna light John on fire, and John wasn't gonna light it on fire because he's a Targaryen. But I'm also kind of happy that didn't happen because I think a lot of people were expecting that. Um, yeah, and it comes off as shticky, but I, see, yeah, I, there's, I don't, a, I, there's a level of satisfaction. Yeah, I didn't get, I didn't get any kind of that it's like a shtick. I thought it would be if mm. they, if he just did the cliche, let me light you on fire now. I liked how they burned down, he burned down the throne. Yeah. Um, Again, I liked the episode up until their little meeting they had. I thought it was a decent episode till that point. From that point I'm just I'm out. So what what you know, because we talked about
1: this kind of leading up to it. So you were feeling how were you feeling kind of as we're getting to that point? So it's because it was a slow burn there. Get it, slow yep. burn. So it was a slow burn <laughs> getting <laughs> into the throne room. Get it. And um as I'm a, I'm also a clock watcher with a lot mm-hmm. of these shows. So if I feel like we're reflecting a little bit too much, I keep eyeballing the clock to kind of see like, well, what the hell dude, we're spending like 20 minutes on this guy walking like are we going to get to right. the point? But I, there was a lot not left to be desired, but there was a lot of time that was burned that could have been handled you know
0: with other storylines or at least more dialogue. Yeah, I Did you feel the same way? I wasn't upset with the pace. I thought that the the most important most important story arc to resolve at that point, the storyline that needs to take that needs to be finished is the Danny storyline. Yeah, and I think based on the character she is and how important she was to the show, you can't wrap that up quickly. And they they did still wrap it up, I think, rather quickly. But I think it was satisfying. I, how you feel about the um, the Lannister wrap up? Not great. Oh. I mean, I thought that the way they died was appropriate. Um. Mm-hmm. I I liked that they died together and I like that Tyrion has that moment. But something that I was trying to explain to Nicolette, who again, doesn't watch the show is I'm left with the feeling of who is the villain of this show. Was it Cersei? Was it the white, was it the night King? Who's the villain? Because whoever the villain is, didn't get their, their due. They didn't get their, their big scene. There wasn't the big battle with them per se, I know that you can say like the there was the battle of winterfell that wasn't I mean that was you're wrapping up the night king story in literally one episode. You could st- I think that yeah,
1: I think you're right. And I think part of it was I don't I don't know if it was the writers or the fans or whatever, but the when it comes to Cersei and it comes to Jamie because you have that mixed divide mm-hmm. there. Like we we all wanted the scene of her well, we I wanted her scene of her head getting ripped off and like, you know, whatever exploding. But, you know, she she was evil, but she wasn't Joffrey evil. So when we saw Joffrey, like, bleeding from the eyeballs, like, everybody was on board for it. But for this one, it was, you know, there's different houses. So you're, like, different people relate to different houses. Yep. So are you alienating the Lannister house or the fans of the Lannister house? And I know you're not supposed to be writing for the fans, but at the end of the day, you're writing for the fans. So is it – does it put a bad taste in your mouth if you don't kind of give that its own – um, respectful ending. Like, she did everything, and you said it before, she did everything she did for her family, so people are going to be able to relate to that. I, I, so it...
0: Yeah, I think... I think for... for the character of Cersei, the show isn't what it is without her being in the show. She's the main... is it, the main antagonist through the whole show. She's the main villain. She's the one that everybody um, can, can gather together to defeat or to dislike. Um... I think that for her to have the the amount of screen time she had in season, in the final season, for her to essentially do nothing the final season, for her yeah. to not get any storyline resolved is is not doing that character justice because this show doesn't work without Cersei. Yeah, 100%. And I can't imagine what George R R Martin is thinking. There's zero chance That's he, he enjoyed any of this season or the season prior, even though again, I have not disliked the seasons I just can't imagine this man who wrote this whole world, created everything, essentially has said from day one, winter is coming, and that the bad guy right. that you actually need to worry about is the Night King. They fucking did that storyline a disservice with how they wrapped everything up. You know, a, uh, a
1: we just went to uh, Philadelphia this past weekend with a shit ton of teenagers, so 40 <laughs> of us. So as you're, we're sitting there waiting for whatever... You know, my big thing was like, I got to get back in time for Game of Thrones because we literally came back Sunday night and I think the bus pulled in at like eight o'clock New York time <laughs> and it started at nine o'clock. So needless to say, it was a little antsy. Sure. So one of the kids is asking me this questions about, you know, because it was the same thing. They they heard that like people weren't satisfied with the last season. And they brought up like the petition to rewrite the season and, and stupid stuff like that. And the kid's like, well, did he write the last book? It's like, no, he didn't really write the last couple of books. And then the kid's like, well, is he going to write it now that nobody really likes what's on the show? And th- I think that was like a really kind of like, oh, that's kind of an interesting question. Does he come back and become the hero and be like, hey, yeah, they did this show and here's the show. But if you really want to know what really happened to these characters, here's the book. And I think he would sell the shit out of that book. And even though it was, it's kind of like not a money grab, but just kind of like uncouth to do that. I'd be really interested in seeing where he saw those characters for the last couple of years. Well, seasons. no, his
0: intention has always been, has always been to, to write the final book because his books stop when Jon Snow gets killed. That's where the book ah. stops, essentially. So he has, he has time. I mean, he's had like eight, nine years to write the book, and he just hasn't done it. He's supposedly constantly working on it. Um, I would imagine he will still do it at some point. I mean, he's not a young guy, and it doesn't appear to be he's in great shape. So, what you call him a tugboat he captain looks like a tugboat captain <laughs> so I have no idea if he's gonna write it obviously but I would assume that he is in the trying to write it and he will put it out and and you know I'll read it and hopefully enjoy it um but I don't know man I don't make all those course corrections it's, but uh, it's, I, I, uh, how, did you I mean you've heard me I've been bitching about it here for like 35 minutes did you enjoy it I enjoyed the ending of things. I
1: enjoyed seeing my some of the characters off. I I enjoy putting you know an end to it. Um, but you know I I tried watching it as I told you a little earlier, just to watch the episode today, just kind of catch up on it, just kind of see if I can miss. I'm sorry, pick up stuff something that I mm-hmm. missed. And it it it's you know again it's pretty. I really enjoyed the way it looked, but I don't know if I necessarily enjoyed.
0: The experience. Did you enjoy? You know what I mean? Yeah, I completely know. Did you enjoy? Honestly, Rob, this is this episode is how I felt about Last Jedi. That's interesting. You, you create all yeah. of these rules about these characters. You create everything about the mythology. You create everything about Star Wars, and then one person shits on it and changes everything I'm supposed to have believed in.
1: But that's the thing with this one. It's not just one person. It's like it's a whole platoon it's of two people. writers.
0: Yeah. But writers that have been there since the they beginning, have. did how do you feel about Bran ending up on the as as the king on the Iron Throne? It's it's a non-event. It's it,
1: it you almost want to say it's like an inappropriate use of that character because that's not what that character was meant for. And like as they're trying to explain it to each other, as if they're trying to explain it to the audience, they're like, "Well, he knows everything, and and he can have children," which was like a little bit of a dig from Sansa, so that wasn't really nice. <laughs> but it's. It, it doesn't make any sense that he's doing that. He had no desire to rule. Even when he was ruling Winterfell, and I know he was a little kid, he couldn't have been more bored. And just because he's stoic and he knows everything, it's there's not necessarily wisdom there. You know what I mean? This isn't necessarily the, pe- the person that people are going to follow into battle or, like, inspire or anything. This, he's been so flat. You know what I mean? And there is a level of charm that you need with a leader, especially a leader who's coming together after a completely broken society. Yeah. So you're going to tell me if we're looking from the perspective of the population of Westeros, but I love that line all the way through. It's <laughs> are, is this the guy who's going to bring everybody back everybody back together. You know what I mean? And and does the Stark name mean anything anymore? But he's not Brandon um, Stark anymore. Yeah, but the people don't know
0: he's he He self-proclaims not gonna call that. Him that's King Three-Eyed Raven. This is my problem, is is we're talking about what he was when he was a child, what he is now. He has self-proclaimed not Bran Stark any longer. Yeah. They That's... shit all over that, man. For you to uh, yeah. say the, the person sitting on the Iron Throne at the end of Game of Thrones is a non-event makes me sad.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? It, it bums me out, man. And it also takes away from... And again, it, it was always the strategy and the politics and, and all of that stuff that made the show so good. And the person that ended up there didn't really earn it. Yeah, there's there's no... You know?
0: There's nothing... Exci- I, I, at least I thought like, okay, when they're going around the table, they're going to say Sansa. I thought for sure Sansa. And I was going to say, okay, you know what? I can understand that for everything I've said. And not even because that's who I picked to be on there, but I can understand... Or Even if they were to say Arya... I can understand that. But for them to to take <laughs> guidance from Tyrion, which is just beyond me. And I don't know if that's because Tyrion Peter Dinklage has done such a great job and he's a fan favorite. I don't understand how that character makes it out of the show alive. I certainly don't understand why he keeps getting <laughs> chance after chance after chance. I just I don't understand I don't understand why they would why they would want his his Hey, who do you think should be in? It? You're fucking in handcuffs, dude. You have fucked you have fucked every house you could. The, he, they needed
1: someone to give the narrative and he's the most articulate. So they're like, we have to give it to him. But you're right because he didn't deserve it deserves the wrong word. He shouldn't have made it off the steps after he, you know, was defiant to the queen. And that, as you said, it was a great moment. He called her out on her shit and then threw that pin down there. They should have just killed him right there. And I think we would have all been content with it because it was like his last moment of defiance. And to kind of see the show end and he's right back kind of where he started, you know, the the hand of the king, It's it, that's another unsatisfactory yeah, ending. And the fact that they gave him a voice, and then anyone was even listening to him, because dude, he was the Lannisters' brother. You know, we just got under the rule of the Lannisters. We're gonna let this guy go. And as he's in chains, he's the one that makes the and then makes the final call on like, oh yeah, by the way, it's not seven kingdoms; it's six kingdoms because she wants to have her own. So why doesn't all these bozos yeah. have their own kingdoms?
0: And there? then not only that, he puts all of his friends in 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 positions of power at the end. Why yeah. is Bron who is a pirate <laughs> and a criminal and a bounty hunter now the lord of coin? That's yeah. a that's an economy that's going to thrive. Like get the fuck out of here, man. That was one of those things.
1: It was like, "Hey, we're, we're, what we are we going to do with this guy? We got to do something." Because the last time we saw him, we were just walking around with a crossbow. we'll make him the, you know, this this important yeah, piece and like everyone will feel it's better. It's all
0: like I said, man. I can book in this the the episode. I like the the beginning. I liked the end. I like how they wrapped up John's story. I don't even mind how they wrapped up Sansa's story. I'm not a fan of how they ra- yeah. wrapped up Arya. Arya, again, is supposed to be this assassin who doesn't care about anything except avenging what needs to be avenged. And she's yeah, Chris and Now she's an explorer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they needed the uh they needed a reason to get her off so they could get off the spin off show. I, I yeah, I don't know, man. I, I don't even know if I'm What's the spin off show? Spinoff show is supposed to be a prequel, I thought, but I'm not I'm not I don't even know if I'm interested. I honestly, it it makes me, the love that I had for this show, probably top five shows of all time for me now. And you know, it's it's obviously less than twenty four hours from watching it. I probably need to rewatch it, uh, but I'm not. I'm not happy, and it makes me rethink the whole show because of the everything that they set up that they just decided to shit on. But like you said, it's the journey, so you can't. You know, but it's the journey. uh, But when you, it's hard to defend. Yeah, when it's the journey, but when you fund, it's not like it's a bad. Finale, like the Dexter finale, where he ends up being a fucking lumberjack because he needs to get away from everybody. They fundamentally <laughs> changed characters. Yeah, and I'm not into it. And character characters you had emotional investments N- in. I like, Even, I get it. I, I, mean, I had no emotional investment bad. in Brand, but I know who's not Brand anymore. Yeah. He's not fucking Brand. He's a three-eyed <laughs> raven. And then to to be like Brand, you're the king. <laughs> Oh, why do you think I came all this way, motherfucker? I don't know why you came all this way. It wasn't because you were Bran Stark. It's because you were the Three Eyed Raven. Get fucked. It's the first time you got out of Winterfell. Yeah, get fucked, man. Well, or at least the North. You know, it's
1: there was a point that Sam tries to convince everybody to, for you know, to to enter this dem, uh, demographic, not a demographic, democracy. Oh, my God, democracy, demographic. What the fuck, Leonard? It's figured late. out. Uh, so as he's trying to he's trying to pitch this idea of democracy, you know, there's a a split second there that I'm like, wow, is this the way they're gonna go? Because talk about like a total left turn. And you know, it was a cute little moment that everyone kind of giggled and I'm like, fuck that guy. But it was, you know, that might have been a braver way to kind of handle it and be like, hey, well, we just saw that this doesn't work and how you know the power corrupted. So maybe it's time that we all just kind of rule our own houses and just kind of you know, and, and live in harmony that way. And I know that's not a, a good, satisfying ending, but shit,
0: it's better than Bran being king. Can I ask you a question? Sure you can. Was the power corrupted when Robert Baratheon or any of the other Baratheons, a.k.a. the Lannisters, was the power corrupted? What were they doing that was so terrible? They were
1: just being assholes and ruling. When Robert Baratheon was there, besides his discontent and like the regular kind of politics that was happening
0: around there, there ain't really
1: nothing much going on. That's what
0: I'm saying. You know, he wasn't a bad. So ruler. for this idea of this this system hasn't worked for so long. I I watching the show. I don't I don't know what really ever happened besides personal vendettas that ever showed the people that were in charge were like the most terrible leaders of all time. They're not oppressing. Well, they people. weren't
1: no they're not oppressing well I mean they're 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 ruling without care they're ruling without love they're just they're there for sure. all the lo- the wrong reasons and they they kind of lack that inspiration that, that's and fine. and that's what what's her face was gonna bring that was what Daenerys was going to bring provide they would have given her a little
0: bit of a better or she's ending. gonna kill a million people
1: yeah see and that's the call like now that you're' we're looking back at season eight you know her kind of wackier season is like sure she sacrificed a lot um, but there should have been a reward there. Shit, she should have had the Thanos ending. You know, he sacrificed everything, but he still kind of got his way. And that that's a nice button for the, you know, to, to end the series with. But shit, as soon as they said, all right, now, you know, the bells are ringing, Daenerys is going to go batshit, that was when the show really kind of screwed
0: up. If I had to like pinpoint the moment. For, for everything that she went through for Daenerys, she didn't even get to sit on the throne.
1: Isn't that she didn't a bitch? even get to physically sit she gets, sit. To, she gets
0: to look at it and she talks to Joe uh, uh John and I love how she played I love how Amelia Clark played that scene because she's really in that scene she's kind of back to her her very idealistic beginnings of that character where she's so optimistic about look what we did look what we're going to do you know we can continue to free people and she's so happy and so She's really looking forward to what she can do because she thinks she's done things that's that's right. And, and shit, she was making a lot of sense, too, in that little moment that I was like, hey, you know what? You're kind right of right on this. I'm going to back you up she again. She is until you realize she murdered a million people, inc- including you know women and children. Well, there is that. But, yeah, I, I liked how that scene was played by, by her specifically. And I thought Kit did a great job as John. I, I just, I don't know, man. I don't know how else to and explain we, it. But it literally, it makes me not like the show anymore.
1: We talk how Amelia Clark is not particularly a good actress. Like, they keep trying to She's give not. her things to that she could do. But in her defense, she figured it out. That, like, you're talking about her Emmy uh, episode or Jon Snow's Emmy episode?
0: Shit, this was her Emmy episode. She's great as this character. I've never said yeah. that Amelia that, that Clark's not great as, as Daenerys. She's not great as any other character that I've ever seen her play.
1: <laughs> I, Born to play I this would role, argue and only this I role. don't
0: think Sophie Turner's a very good actress. And I think that her stint as Jean Grey has pretty much been unwatchable, and we'll see how it goes. <laughs> the trailer she doesn't she doesn't look great in the trailers. Um, I would argue most of these people are probably not very good actors, but they're great in these specific roles. It's just like yeah, the, the future is yeah, It's like Aaron Paul as Jesse Pinkman. He's fantastic in Breaking Bad. He is atrocious in everything else I've ever seen him in. He's popping up in something new. They were He's like, in Westworld. and that's the, 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 the new season of Westworld.
1: Westworld, right? Which I totally know nothing about But yeah So that that was like the, That was part of the ending Of all this stupidity yeah.
0: um, I, But, but I, I think I still think Lena Hetty's probably the Lena Headey and Pink, Peter Dinklage Are probably the two best actors In in Game of Thrones
1: Yeah Yeah It's hard to argue Maybe Davos I
0: You love What
1: happened fuck with Sir guy. Davos Shit Fuck Not only did he live He made it onto the council Fuck
0: that I like guy. that guy Fuck man. him and his one hand I like hand. that guy
1: yeah. And he's like a nice man. Like I get it. And he was like with the little girl and that was sweet and like that. And he's not a bad character. He, he's one of the it's just that he was my freaking call for the first death of the season. He's
0: one of the only characters in the whole show that was pure, like the whole time. He had good intentions the sure. whole time. And he's missing fingers. Knuckles. Whatever. Where's Miranda's knife? I'm super happy. Because freaking Stannis took it off. My level of one to ten on on seeing Ghost get reunited with with John was probably a ten.
1: <laughs> you know, they just that was like a last second entry too. <laughs> and as it's funny, I'm I'm watching it and I see Tormund in there. I was like, oh, thank God he's there. And I I needed something a little extra sure. from him, but it wasn't coming. But I saw that damn dog. And the only thing on my mind, it's like, oh, thank God, Anthony won't be pissed. <laughs> he can pet the damn dog. And that was totally like an insert shot, just based on everyone's I like emotional reaction. I love.
0: I really but, do uh, love the ending, though. I love the ending for John. Yeah. That is what John wanted. He's being sent into yeah. exile. He doesn't give a shit about exile, man. No, you know, he doesn't want to play the game. No, of No, the only thing that would have been more perfect is, is somehow, you know, if Egret didn't actually die and she's there waiting for him.
1: You know, there was a little person me. There was that scene that the, the wildlings were all kind of getting out of the yeah. way. And it certainly seemed that way like they were leading him to someone specific. Yeah. I mean they were leading him to the gate, but there was a moment that I was expecting to see her like zombified. I don't want I I don't want zombie egret, <laughs> just somehow not really dead egret. But he like I, I felt he's following in his uncle's footsteps, and he you know he, he's honoring his uncle. I, I that he does have the most satisfying ending. I think yeah. that was the ending we all wanted for
0: him. Yeah, I mean it's more it's for me it was more satisfying than uh, again I'm fine with Sansa's ending. I think it was a little bit of like just lip service because everybody wanted her to win, and so oh she's now the queen of the North, which is just odd to me that somehow Winterfell just decides like you know what I don't want to be part of the Seven Kingdoms anymore. Poof, you're part of the Six Kingdoms. I thought that was a little right. odd, um, but I did. I did like John's quite a bit.
1: It's you know it 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 forces you to reflect on the series. Of course, it forces you to reflect yep. on the series, and it's you know it's it's a very satisfying and a very it's a fun show to watch because I think what's going to happen now is everyone's pissed off this ending. And, um, you know, they're going to turn some people off on watching the series. And I think that's too bad because it's a lot of people are like, oh, well, you know, it's the last season. So they're starting to hear about it and they're, you know, hearing this. And I think it's going to turn a lot of people off from, you know, potentially experiencing a pretty good show. Mm-hmm. But it's it, 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 we can't let one bad episode or one kind of ending that we didn't really all want destroy the last, you know, eight seasons. So it's at the end of the day, you kind of bring it back to like the, the first part of the question was like did you enjoy the episode? Like no, I didn't enjoy it. I didn't love it, but I understood it and I, I saw where it was all going and I've made peace with it. There was nothing there that necessarily made me angry. Sure. Uh, like I questioned a couple of things, but it was a it, it was an ending, and that's what it kind of needed to be.
0: Yeah, you're so I guess you're just more optimistic than I am because um, I, I don't understand <laughs> it. I understand what they did, obviously. Um, but I don't understand the motivations of why they did what they did. So, so is this going to stop you from rewatching the whole series? No, I'll probably try. I'll, I'll give it a, a rewatch at some point. Um, but it's it it might be, it might make me not watch the last season ever. Yeah, and there's other shows that I have enjoyed. Again, Dexter is one of them where I enjoyed the first four seasons a ton, and I will never watch anything past the fourth season. Um there's a show called Supernatural which I love the first 5 seasons of and I have never watched I have watched past that um, but I would never watch them again just because again I don't mm-hmm. I don't agree with kind of what they've done and and how they've changed things on certain shows so I just don't enjoy them enough to watch them watch them again
1: You know well, what it really gives your perspective with um oh, shit is Serenity or Firefly. Firefly what the hell's the show Firefly which, All right. So it gives us Which I'm watching again the, the right series. now the series <laughs> of course you are, because it's like everyone's, you know, and, and it, it did kind of suck that we didn't get the ending of it, but maybe
0: that's better. It's like the Beatles. You know what I mean? Maybe, yeah. I mean, the Beatles put out how many albums, but they weren't together long enough to become a shitty band. They weren't together long enough to become the Rolling Stones. Oh, be the hero
1: <laughs> or, or live long enough to become the, the, the villain. What was the line? Live enough. long enough to but, become the villain, I believe it is. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, there's so much truth to that, it's like in regular life, that was the brilliant, that freaking Chris Nolan nailing the line. <laughs> but, um, but it's that's true, and that, and that. What's really funny about this whole thing, at the end of the day, is that these two bozos are going on to make Star Wars movies, which I can't think
0: of a better place for them to end up, especially yeah. because everyone's so shitty about it right now. Yeah, man. I look, they gave us great. They gave us uh, uh, seven. Amazing seasons of a show, and and an eighth season that was, you know, I enjoyed except for the finale. So I'm not mad at them. I just don't understand how they ended it. Stupid, you know. But I, too bad. We should write them. We'll write them a letter. That's <laughs> true. I'm sure they're not getting any of those. <laughs> just think about it. they're going from this toxic fan base into the most toxic fan base of all time. Yeah, they're ready. They're fucked. Well, I mean, how worse could it, it get? It can get worse. How's why don't you ask Ryan Johnson how much worse he can get?
1: He <laughs> <laughs> completely screwed that poor guy. No, no, and, you no, know, no. <sighs> he screwed himself. Wait, me? No, no. No, he did what you know he felt was the right thing to Which do. Which is fuck everybody. And you really can't. Well, it's fuck everybody. Like sure, but it's at least he was trying to do something different and shocking, and you know just something that we
0: weren't all expecting. Why do you need to do something and, different and shocking? When, because that's
1: what we all wanted. I didn't want
0: something different and shocking. I wanted a good movie. Well, it doesn't yeah, have to be different you know, and shocking is not always good. I didn't want a rehash of the first. Why are we talking about Star Wars again? Because we always do. We want to talk about, about let's it talk relates. about Serenity instead. Let's talk about Firefly. Instead. Okay. <laughs> I'm not as well <laughs> versed. Fine, I'm kidding. Um, but you know what
1: I mean. It's it. They he tried to do something different, like he really did. I really, in my heart of hearts, he I, I think he was trying to do what the fans wanted it was like, hey, we got the formula, like let's try something different and really change this whole thing around and see what happens. And clearly, <laughs> he found out that that was a terrible, terrible idea. So it's with these guys. I don't
0: think they had that same moment. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. I think. Uh, yeah, I, I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> I I can only tell you that I feel the same way about the finale, like I said, that I did about Last Jedi. Uh, and I hope feelings. I hope for everybody else's fandom. I hope for everybody else who who enjoyed Game of Thrones and who felt like felt about Game of Thrones like I did, I hope they enjoyed it more than I did. I really do. Yeah. I just don't it's, want anybody you... to be as like I guess I'm not bitter, a little bitter about it. <laughs> You're bitter. You're it fucking bitter. bums me out, man. Fucking Bran Stark, get fucked.
1: You know, I saw that, and this is shitty. So forgive me. There was I saw an interview with him, and he what? You know, obviously because he was in real life, he wasn't like sitting down. I was like, shit, look, the guy's pretty tall. Like, <laughs> it's so weird to kind of see him with some expression on his face, standing. That's shitty. I'm How sorry. come Sansa had to call him out about not his dick not working
0: properly though?
1: You know that really because that's like some <laughs> sisterly shit right there, and be like, hey man, it works just fine, and like it's doesn't really needs to do. But no, that was well, we you all know, look, we all know it doesn't obnoxious. work. Okay. Well, how do we all know that he's,
0: he's paralyzed from the waist down? His dick isn't going to work. But they, it's called no science. one
1: stopped. We didn't, no, but we didn't have an episode called "Brand's Dick Doesn't." Well, work. Well, to be fair, he's the he's <laughs> the three eye Raven, so maybe his dick does work. I don't know. Yeah, and maybe if his dick didn't work, this is where we're going with this. He can figure out something else. His eyes could roll back, and he could turn into a dick. Um, no, not turned oh. into a dick, but shit, he was turning into Um Hodor, so maybe he could turn into. So you're saying
0: else. he's going to warg into somebody else to impregnate somebody to have offspring? I like where your head's at. Yeah, that's. The, yeah, that's the that's the series. As I think it's I've coming. seen that movie.
1: <laughs> What's yeah, that movie?
0: Know. I'm kidding. Never mind.
1: <laughs> oh, Robert. It sounds like a uh, Nicole Kidman movie. <laughs> Nicole Kidman creeps me out lately. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Like she's on that new show on HBO. Speaking of like HBO, it's not a new show, but yeah, I know. But it's new show for me because sure. I never watched the damn thing, and it's just like she gives me the. She looks deeby. like she's melting all the is. time. Is that what? It's two pitch. It's pretty beautiful woman, very talented, and all of a sudden it's just kind of well, like we eh. all we all get we all well, get a
0: little older, Bob,
1: Bobby. We're we, all get, Bob. we all get a little older, Bobby. <laughs> well, Tony, <laughs> 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 she could totally get older, like I get, but it's. It's just, you know, when you're trying to keep up with, like, the Joneses and trying to, like, lift this and tuck mm-hmm, this and move mm-hmm. this, it's too bad. But, anyway, yeah, she does get, still give me the heebie-jeebies.
0: <laughs> I've heard nothing but good things about that show, so
1: I have not watched it. Uh, it it oh, It's, what, Meryl Streep and freaking the chick from Election and – Well, Meryl yeah. Streep is
0: in the second season, not the first season. It's Laura Dern oh. from Jurassic Park, Reese oh, Witherspoon, yeah. uh, Shane Lean Woodley. That's chick from Election. Zoe Kravitz Ooh. and – Nicole Kidman.
1: Zoe Kravitz is uh, Denise from the Cosby Show's kid, right? And and Lenny Kravitz. And Lenny Kravitz, correct. yeah. See, look, <laughs> look how correct I am. I'm right on the and ball. Is, Finger on the pulse of And is the society. stepdaughter
0: of Jason Momoa. The stepdaughter of Jason He's married Momoa. to Lisa Bonet from the Cosby Show. He
1: is? I thought he was married to... What's her face? Definitely been d- married d-
0: to Lisa Bonet forever. Oh. Wow, look at that. You learn something <laughs> new every day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no there was a chick he was running around with at one of the cons i was at and um somebody was like oh that's his you know manager but it's also his wife i was like oh that definitely thing, not whatever, his manager's whatever. wife i don't
0: yeah. know if we want to be talking bad about potentially jason momoa's oh, ex no. you know his his uh his maternal his maternal what the fuck i can't even it's we don't still want to talk about it. jason momoa will fuck us up yeah so no
1: we got you we're good sorry jason momoa mr momoa, mr. momoa. sir momoa i don't know Aquaman. Cal- but whatever, you, shat, you shit on him for an hour and a half in your Aquaman podcast. That's so accurate. I'm, I'm feeling
0: it's pretty still good. still a shitty movie. He's still good as Cal yeah. Drago though. Always. All right, buddy. Well, this is the last Game of Thrones episode, last podcast <laughs> we're going to do. I can't say that I'm sorry to see it go. <laughs> <laughs> I am sorry to see the show go, but I'm good without doing a weekly podcast about it. But I.
1: The season is reflected in the podcast. I am
0: sad that I won't be able to get to talk to you about Game of Thrones anymore. No,
1: but that's good. We're we're going back to the pop
0: culture, pop culture. stuff. We're going to do pop culture uh, pop culture news this week that you're supposed to be doing, but I don't know if you're doing. But you're supposed to be doing. Nice. You're on you're on the list for Wednesday. <laughs> In case you haven't seen <laughs> you just it, has got to send me the agenda. I will send you the agenda. <laughs> and then uh, what do we got coming out? We got Indiana Jones coming out pretty soon. We got the yeah. When's that happening? that? Yeah. Well, Uh-oh. Robert. <laughs> yes. I'm glad you mentioned Anthony. it because the fiftieth. Episode of Morning Geekdom is coming out pretty soon and we will be doing Raiders of the Lost Ark for the 50th episode.
1: Wow, big announcement on the Game of Thrones <laughs> podcast. How exciting. Nobody cares,
0: but I'm excited. I care. Yeah, and then uh, we I got can. Goonies coming out pretty soon too. I'm stoked about that's that. That's a good one. one. That's a good one. We had And we just had we just had Greg's big uh
1: debut. Big debut. Good for Can't him. Wait. Uh, everybody seemed to seem to like that quite a bit, so that's good. Dude, and I've never had a desire to watch that movie, but all of a sudden I'm going to watch that movie. Like I don't know how I missed that movie. I was like the perfect yeah man. It for came
0: it out too. like '98. That's you, man. You're yeah. you're what 20, 21 and '98.
1: '98, 21. Bobby Leonard hitting the yeah, streets. Yeah, man, that's you.
0: That that is a you movie. That's me.
1: <laughs> anyway, good job, Craig.
0: All right, Rob. Well, I appreciate you being on, man. Uh, shout out to it. Tyler, who uh, was supposed to be on, but his his daughter's not feeling good, so I hope she's feeling better. No more vomiting. Sorry, buddy. Um, but we will, uh, we'll do it again, okay, buddy? All right, guys, with that, we are done with the Game of Thrones recap podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed them. Uh, certainly enjoyed doing them. Not really sorry to see them go, but I am sorry to see the show go. Thanks to Rob for jumping on with us. Uh, sorry we missed you, Tyler. We'll, we'll definitely uh, get you on next time. And thanks to you guys for listening. Really appreciate it. If you give us those five star reviews on iTunes, that would be amazing. Also, like, rate, review on Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Podbean. You can also give us a follow on Instagram at The Morning Geekdom. Also, Facebook and Twitter at Morning Geekdom. And uh, we'll do it again next week. Shout out to Gary Oldman.